You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. As believers, what is our role in discipleship? Find out in this message by Pastor John Del Rosario. This is our series for today, for this week. This week three of a four-week series is called Simple. Can you say Simple? Simple discipleship is simple, so simple that a carpenter was able to tell it to fishermen. And fishermen, when you look at the book of Acts, fishermen were mostly un, uh, uneducated, unimpressive men. Looking around you, there is more talent here, more skill here than they could have ever imagined. But you think about how the gospel reached from almost 2,000 years ago to our shores, to your doorstep, so that you are here right now. It's not by human cunning or human uh, yung galing ng tao. It's really by the Spirit of God that brings the gospel to where we are so that we are saved today. So God ha- does most of the part. He initiates it. But b- in His desire to relate with us, He has given us the privilege to, 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 uh, to decide in ways that are significant that we can partake of what He is doing in our nation, in our city. That's why it's simple. Discipleship is simple. First, a, re- a review of some terms is in order. First, disciple. Say disciple. What is a disciple? A disciple is simply a follower of Jesus. Okay? You might hear somebody say, Ah, dinidi disciple ko siya. It's acceptable terminology. Okay lang yun. Let's not be too spiritual. But ultimately, ultimately, anybody who's, anybody who's a Christian is a follower, a disciple of Jesus Christ. Not anybody else's. So if a disciple is a follower of Christ, what is discipleship? It might involve you, the process of progressively following Jesus over all of the areas in your life that will take a long time, your whole lifetime as a matter of fact. It's a journey. So surely that's stuck in there. The process of me continuing to, increasing in my devotion to, following Jesus Christ. But since we're simple, we want to make it as simple as possible to you to encompass everything that we want to tell you. Discipleship is helping others follow Jesus as you continue to follow Jesus yourself. So a disciple is a follower of Jesus. Discipleship is as you follow Jesus, you purposefully help other people to follow Jesus themselves. This is our handle for the series, Matthew 4, verse 19. Let me read it for you. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The context being, Jesus had just come from the desert, being tempted by the devil for 40 days. And after that, he went to the synagogue, started his his ministry, declared Isaiah 61 over himself, and then he went to the Sea of Galilee. To the shores of the Sea of Galilee, who will you find? Fishermen. As a matter of fact, um, verse 18 would tell us who he was speaking to. He was speaking to a, a, a set of brothers, that's Peter and Andrew. And uh, two verses later, he was going to be speaking to uh, the sons of Zebedee, that's James and John, both his apostles. So from this, we, we, we say that discipleship is a threefold call. A threefold call, a call to relationship on three levels. So first, we call this a three Fs to make it uh, Easier, more memorable, the three Fs. Number one is follow Jesus. Say, follow Jesus. So that's understanding, believing, and putting our trust in the gospel. That's looking to Jesus to save us and to continue to transform us, following Jesus. Next is fish for people. Say, fish for people. Okay, since salvation is a gift to be received at best, not a, a, a reward to be earned, 
the best thing that we can do is to tell the story of the gospel. Okay? Think about yourself. You are endorsers. The last time that you, 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 you watched that movie that, that you really, really liked, okay? you, can't, you can't shut up about it to, to your friends. You need to watch this movie. Here, here's some money. You bring, you bring your mom. Parang ganun tayo. Kami, kami ng wife ko, we love looking at uh, finding holes in the wall. You, you understand when I say that? Holes in the wall, parang kainan dito. May kainan pala dyan. Wow, kala ko wala. Kala ko talahib lang yan. Diba? Sinasabi, uh, my, my friends, I tell Pastor Chico, you, you bring your wife here. Go to ano, Santa Rosa Tagaytay Road and you turn right. Pagating ng ano, diretso ka na lang. Pag may makita kang unggoy. Din, din, sa, ano, sa, sa, kasi may unggoy dun sa residence inn. Tapos kumana ka agad. O, sige, pasukin mo yung talahib na yon. Pagkadating dun, ang pangalan nun is ganito. Thank me later. We endorse, we love sharing our discoveries and the things that bring joy to our, to our hearts. Why shouldn't we share the most important thing that has ever, ever happened in our lives? As a matter of fact, the most important thing that has ever happened, period, that's bring, that brings transformation in our hearts. Lastly, fellowship with other believers. This is what we are talking about today. Fishing for people is associating with the lost, with the unbelievers, hoping that they would become believers. But now, this is totally an entirely different thing that supports the other two. Fellowship is with believers. Associating, engaging is with the lost. Fellowship is with believers. And I would understand if you think fellowship is some kind of a, a, a religious jargon. Buti na lang, lumabas yung fellowship of the ring. Naging in na yung fellowship of the ring. Naglumabas pa nga yung fellowship of, never mind, yung ano, uh, fellowship of, ano ba yan? Charing. And then, yung ano, <clears throat> but, tatanungin natin dito, Matthew 4 verse 19. I see follow here, I see fish here, but where's fellowship from this? It's really implicit. Okay? When you find out the context, it's very important when you study scripture, you study the context. You would find, ah, that's why he said that, that's what he means. You find it, find it, the idea na yon, that Jesus didn't just call individuals to himself, he called individuals to follow him in a group. And if you've ever been part of a team in school, in, 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 in work or sports, you know the dynamics that are in play. There are many people that just rubs you in the wrong way. And you see, if you read scripture, this is what, what's been happening to many of the disciples. And by God's sovereignty and by, by God's wisdom, he allows for these things to happen even in our church. So this is evident not just in the gospel story. It is also evident, yes, in the New Testament, but in all of Scripture. God created us for community. He created us for fellowship, to be relational. Now here's the word, fellowship. It, it is a friendly association with people who share the same interests. I have a group of people here that might be familiar for you. These are household names. Okay? These are... The Fellowship of the Ring. Peter Jackson's movie is an adaptation of Tolkien's novel. They share the same interest, which is to bring the one ring who binds it all. Who, who, they, have to, 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 they, they need to destroy the ring by, by throwing it off uh, Mount Doom. But you have the feeling from the get-go that Frodo isn't able to do this by himself. As a matter of fact, nobody among them is able to do it by themselves and for various reasons. And the dynamics that we were talking about, uh, Legolas, okay? you, everybody knows Legolas, especially the ladies. Legolas doesn't see eye to eye with Gimli. Aragorn doesn't see 
eye to eye with Boromir. And like many, many wonderful stories go, they start off this way. And as they, they start to get along, as they start to allow one another to shape themselves, as they, as they know one another, as they complement one another, here's my weakness, that's your strength, and vice versa, let's complement, let's work as a team. Everyone benefits from the ensuing unity and the mission gets accomplished. It's a blockbuster movie. You know why it's a blockbuster movie? It's something that hearkens the heart of God. He knows what's going to be happening to us. There's going to be dynamics. We're different people. There's sinfulness in us. We're relational. We're sinful. We're bound to sin against one another. But God, God is amazing. He makes anything work for His glory. When we do the hard work of maintaining unity, overlooking offenses, He brings glory to us. He brings glory to His name. And we all benefit and the world is encouraged and the church grows. This happens in real life. We are Christians and we have a common interest. Our common interest is this. We are to show the glory of God in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the only message given to men under heaven by which we can be saved. If you are here and you call yourself a Christian, hopefully you know the gospel. Glory is really an interesting word. When you say glory, you really mean weight. Think gravity. Think that you're... um, floating out in space and there's this one big body that grabs you by its gravitational field and it's pulled you in and now you are in orbit around it. That gravity is the gravity of the glory of God. Every single thing that you're doing in all areas of your life are because of that glory, for that glory. This is what we want them to see. That's why Matthew chapter 5 says that we are a city on a hill. We have a common goal as well which is more practical and this practical goal is this for people to hear the gospel just like we've heard the gospel they need to hear it and for them to be saved by it Romans 10.13 says anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved but it also says how can they call on someone that they've never heard we need to by our lives by our words and hopefully validated by the lives that we, li- that, that, that we live in front of a watching world, they are watching, mind you, I pray that they would find something different enough that they would want to listen to what we have to say. And that thing is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This drives us forward. Let me, let me tell you something about these two things. And these two things might sound synonymous to you, but it's really not. Going to church is going to a place of worship, a place of Christian worship much like a building. You look at, the, at what church means in, in, a, in a dictionary, it'll refer to a building primarily or, or a venue like this in a mall. Going to church, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody starts off in Christianity or most everybody coming to a church like this. So let's go to church is an acceptable thing to say. But biblically, when we glean from Scripture, what it really says is you don't just go to church, you belong to a church. And by that we mean belonging to a church community. So church is not just a building. It is that now. But if you look at the etymology of the word church, it, it, it belongs to two original Greek languages. We're not going to talk about it now. But it says it's a congregation. It's a gathering of people. It is community. It is fellowship. We are designed to belong to one another. Let me make this statement. We are made for community. 
And very quickly, just through the storyline, the, story the meta-narrative of the Bible, let me tell you why that is. God is a relational God. Not just in relation to you, but before He even created you, before even laying the foundations of the world, He had already been a relationship. How? Because God is Trinity. The Trinity is a community. There's perfect harmony, perfect peace, perfect communication. The Trinity is a community. God is a relational God. Genesis 1.26 tells us that you and I have been made in His own image. Not that God is, is confined and limited like us to a physical body, but this is what it means. He's relational, you're relational. We are going to be relational. That's why there's a deep, passionate, desperate longing for you and me to be connected to be in relationship, to be in community. You already know this, but let me just convince you as if you needed convincing. Okay, number one, it, your desire for communication, your desire for, for acceptance and affirmation. It started off, and the, most of the technological advances of our day started with emails. It is a, in response to a need, a desire for us to be connected to one another, to communicate to another person, for us to be communicated to ultimately hoping to be loved by these people and appreciated by these people. Started with emails, then, start, then, then continued by ICQ, you know ICQ? Hey, yung, ano, yung mga instant messenger, then text beepers, beepers muna, then text now social media. Now, now everyone can't live without it. If someone gave you a, a free four-day, three-night stay to El Nido Resorts in beautiful El Nido, Palawan, the first question you're going to be asking is, my Wi-Fi ba? Kung wala, I'm not going to go there. El Nido yun, kapatid, 100,000 four days. Di ba? Pero hindi. It's so important for you to see how many people like the picture that you posted of your dog. Ganon tayo. It's our desire to post things and parang, kabatingin ng tingin. Wala pang nagla-like sa ganito. Ay, nag-fail pala. Ah, sira na yung araw mo. Because you and I are relational. It is a deep, deep need. Okay? So next, we are relational in that we have a fuller, uh, a fuller appreciation of beauty when we are in company, when we have company. Kunyari, ikaw lang mag-isa. Kunyari, nakapunta ka ng ano, ng Boracay mag-isa. I don't know why you would do that, but kunyari, nandun ka. Okay? Tapos nakita mo, ang ganda dito, para ako nasa postcard. What do you do? Take a selfie and then post it. Para kunyari, di ba? Para kunyari so that they can share in your joy. But that doesn't quite cut it. Ako, when I was a single person, before I met my, my, my now wife, um, I loved to travel. Okay? And ngayon, when we got married almost, uh, mga seven years ago, all we've been doing is revisiting those places because I want to share the joy that I experienced when I, sing- I was a single person experiencing those things. And even yung mga, ano, yung mga extreme sports, Diba? Yung uh, eating crispy pata at yung mga ano, yung mga yung mga bungee bungee ano, yung mga uh, zip line. I wanted to share it with her. Diba? Things like those that really excite you, you, you want to be able to share it. You're able to appreciate it in a very real way, but there's a more fuller appreciation when you're with community. We are relational. We are made for community. And lastly, Okay? Yung punishment dito sa laws of the land natin. If there's anything that you do that qualifies in the law as a crime, cops are going to get you. There's going to be a subpoena, there's going to be arrests, and then you're going to be thrown to the jail. Okay? And if you really succeed royally in your offense, you will end up in muntinlupa. Okay? 
National Penitentiary. Bakit? Ano ba yung kaparusahan doon? Ang, par- ang kaparusahan mo ba doon is yung, yung, yung bad ambiance, tsaka yung food na hindi masarap, tsaka yung medyo rough na neighbors mo na puro tato hanggang mata? Di ba? Hindi yon. Ang pinaka-punishment mo is you being ripped apart from the people that you love the most. Your relationships. That is suffering enough. But if you, dun sa ano, di ba? You've been given two life sentences. Okay? Nandun ka. You're gonna be there forever. Okay? So pagka, pagka nandun ka, magkakadevelop ka ng mga BFF mo dun. Si so, mga makakakosa mo, di ba? Yung BFF, E-N-E-N, alam mo yan? Best friends forever and ever and ever. And sobrang ganun. Dami mong ganun. And if you do something silly there, they'll rip you out from those relationships still. They're gonna throw you in the hole. The hole is solitary confinement. That is the Bartolina. You don't wanna be there. It's gonna be mainit, you're gonna go crazy, but a lot of times, anong nangyayari doon? Pag mag-isa ka, you begin talking to an imaginary friend because you are relational. Are you convinced yet? Okay, sige. Some of you are not even in jail, you're talking to yourself. <laughs> Here is our, our uh, passage for today. Ephesians 4. There's a lot, I love Ephesians. Chapter 4 is really talking, Paul exhorting the Ephesian church that you, the body of Christ need to encourage one another, build yourself up in love. See the other people who don't believe God. You live, they live in that way, but you need to live in a different way. And I've given you gifts that you can discover and hone to that end. I just picked a few verses for you. Let's start. I'll just do a running commentary as we go. I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. You have been saved. You've been brought from darkness into light. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. Okay? So humility and gentleness is really a telltale sign that you are called for humility. If you're stuck on an island, no need to be humble. Kanina ko magpapakahumble dun sa alimasag. Hindi. You need to be humble, you need to be meek, you need to be gentle, you need to be considerate and patient if there are other people that you need to be living with, that you're called to be living with. Bearing with one another in love. Right? You don't tolerate them. We'll get to that later. But you bear with them. There's a good time for everything. And you need to build yourself up in the appropriate time. Eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Verse 7 says, okay, but this is going to be tricky because lahat naman tayo nanggaling sa kasalanan. Meron pa remnants yan, may mga kasalanan pa. But here's the thing. I did not leave you defenseless. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Okay? All of us have been given gifts by God. We call this spiritual gifts. Much like you and I have different uh, abilities, okay? natural abilities. Some of you are more athletic. Some of you are more matalino. Some of you are more people, people persons. Some of you are more diligent lang working on your own. These are gifts that, that when you get saved, God builds up on and then you have spiritual gifts. Ito yung sinasabi dito. Then, verse 11, He gave the people who run the church, the pastors, apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers, to equip you. Okay? Ito yung gifting nila eh, teaching eh. You have gifts for yourselves. You go, you go to this church, uh, you go to this class, we'll train you, and when you, when you hone it, when you discover it first, when you hone it, when you apply it, this will happen. To equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ. The body of Christ will be built up qualitatively. Not quantitatively. Quality, quantitatively is fish for men. 
quality is that we grow, we mature. This is what the spiritual gifts are for. Are you still tracking with me? Okay. Verse 13, Until we attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. For us to have unity, we need to have the same doctrines, the same manifesto, the same things that we believe. That's why there's classes, and that's why we do discipleship the way that we do. To mature manhood, there it is. We are to hopefully, eventually, sooner rather than later, mature. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And let me show you how this is, some, this is, a, verse, this is a verse that we're going to be unpacking later on. Let me just read it to you very quickly. So that we may no longer be children. Another translation would, would interpret this as, uh, would translate this as infants. When we become Christians, you start off as spiritual babies. I, I don't say this to demean anybody. Everybody starts off as babies. Wala naman siguro sa atin dito, adults na ngayon, nung pinanganak adult ka na. Everybody starts off as babies. It's the same thing with in, in the Christian faith, in, in spirituality. Babies, he says, are tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Okay? By human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. Again, we'll, we'll unpack this in a little while. And verses 15 and 16 will give you a picture of how God had always intended for us to be in community, referring to us as one body. So rather, don't be babies. Rather, as adults, speak the truth in love. We are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together, it's community talk. By every joint which is with, uh, with which it is equipped, with each part, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. We were made for community. We see it all throughout Scripture. What I'm going to be showing you is if you love the Bible, there's a big chance that you would have missed this. And I think most of the people would have missed this. But this, if you really study Scripture, you would you would find something like this. When God refers to us as born-again Christians, He never refers to us as an individual. He refers to us, uh, as, uh, he refers to us uh, in, in the plural. We see it in the Old Testament, in Psalm 95, which is where we go for the definition of worship and why we worship, who we worship. O come! Yun na lang, o come na lang, let's stop there. You don't, come to, you don't say to yourself, O come, let's get a glass of water. Sure, this is spooky. You're, you're all by yourself. O come, is you're in community. Okay? O come, let us sing to the Lord. Okay? Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of, of our salvation. In that way, hindi nila alam sinisintunado. Okay? Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. Verse 6 says, let us bow down and worship Him. Community, you worship in community, you get a fuller image of this God that we worship in community from the merry perspectives that they have. In the New Testament, ganun din po. 1 Peter 2 verse 9. I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, but this is all in the plural. You are a chosen person, a royal priest, a holy citizen. It doesn't say that. You are a nation, a race, a priesthood, a people for His possession. The NIV would say that you are belonging to God. Think about it this way. When you are a Christian and you say that you belong to God, you belong to a community. You belong to one another. That you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called you out of darkness and into His glorious light. Something we've just been singing. 
In the Old Testament, many times in Jeremiah, seven times at least, I am your God, you will be my people. In the New Testament, in Ephesians 6, it, it says the, 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 the armor of God. When I was a younger Christian, parang sarap eh. I, th- I thought it was just a good thing to do. I don't think weird of me, but this is what I really did. Okay? When I w- wake up, there's still morning glory in my, ma- in my, my mata. Okay? I put on the, the, the whole armor of God. The, the helmet of salvation, the bless, breastplate of righteousness, the, the, the belt of truth, the, the sandals that come with the gospel of peace, the shield of the spirit, and the, so, the shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. I'm ready. Okay, hello world. I, I, really, I really did that. Okay? But just lear- studying the word and in, in, in enrolling in, in trainings, it just dawned on me that God wrote this to a church. Not to an individual. It's a church. You be convinced of your salvation by talking about it in a congregation like this or in a smaller group where you can discuss and argue perhaps and talk. Okay? You be convinced of the righteousness that you have because of the, the, full, the, the perfect record that Jesus was able to manage and he gives to you freely. You're able to do this. You, you should be able to fight as an army. 1 Peter 2 verse 11 actually says you need to war with sin. Curious word that is, war. You don't fight war by yourself. You fight a war in an army. You are made for community. Are you convinced yet? We can move on. This is really one of the reasons, a major reasons, why most of our songs, or maybe the songs that you like, are in the plural. Salvation belongs to our God. We are called. Uh, we, uh, we, we won't stop until the whole world knows. We were called from the dark and now we stand in glorious time. Now that's not saying that there is no place for I will serve the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my... There is a part for personal declaration. But you know the things that you just really want you to, to raise up your hands and your, your knees start getting uh, weak and you want your kneecap to hit the floor, it's probably the songs that declare that you are God and we are your people. Plural. Church. Okay? Let me tell you a, a, a clear, practical description on what church is. It is not just a gathering of individuals, it is a people. I mean, we glean this from the passages that we read. Next, it is not just an audience like this. This, this is like, uh, this, this is like a, a, a prime situation for a speaker and an audience. There's no going around it. Church, in the, in the scale that we're doing it, is to be held in something like this, speaker and audience. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay? You all, we all start off as an audience, but biblically, we were never meant to stay as an audience. Okay? We are to be a community. Not just an audience, but a community. When you hear community, when you hear fellowship, it's shared lives. We are sharing lives with one another. Let me read from 1 John 1, verses 5 to 7. God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Light being what God requires, darkness, everything to do with sin. We were sinners, that's why we were in the dark. But 1 Peter 2, 9 says we've been transferred from darkness into light. But if we say we have fellowship with Him in the light, while we walk in darkness, may sin kaparen. The things that you know or you do not know, we'll get to that in a while, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. 
curious kung paano sinulat to eh. When you have fellowship with one another, when you have people watching your back, when you have people loving you enough to tell you the things that might be awkward to tell you, but they know that you know that you need to hear them, they will tell you. Then you start living in an orientation that is more likely to obey than to disobey. You're more, your propensity more is more to, to stay away from sin than to indulge in it. So ito na po yung dalawa nating points, or two points for today. God's purpose for community. Um, God could have easily said, eh, bakit ba kailangan ng community? Hindi, but ba? Ako to eh, I just said so. But I'm so glad that the, ver- the passage that we just read Ephesians 4 is God telling us why we need community. And these are our two points for tonight. Number one, we grow together. We grow together. Okay? Um, Gusto ko sanang baguhin ito. Eh. Sarap lang kasi sabihin na we grow. We spiritually grow together. But what I'm really wanting to say is that we grow up together. Okay? Kunyari, growing up. Growing is something that is automatic. It's inevitable. You will grow. You will have stubbles, bro. Diba? It, but growing up, that's optional. You have a say in it. Ganito na lang po. This is very tricky. So, Ano, ako na lang po. Ako na lang po yung masama. Yung ano, madali lang po kasi yung mga tuturo ko ngayon kasi I just needed to remember even the cringe-worthy uh, moments of when I was a spiritual baby. Okay? Um, I had been born uh, I had been born again when I was 27. I had facial hair like a man. I had the wallet of a man. I had the resources like a man, but my heart was that of a little boy. I was a spiritual baby. And I couldn't have grown spiritually if it were not for community that I had thankfully, by the grace of God, been a part of from, the, from, the, from day one. Th- think about it like this. If, if a baby had been put on an island, presuming that he had not been killed and he grows up, this baby would be primitive at, at least. Tama? And more likely... It's going to be savage. By yourself, you will not be able to grow up. You will grow. This baby will grow to manhood, but you will not be growing into a, 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 an acceptable personality that is fit for society. You need people to speak into your life so that you can grow. God, in His goodness and sovereignty, He, he orchestrated it, designed it to work in this way. Let me ask you this. Um, you probably know this. It's probably cliche to you by now. This is a lump of coal. What if you put this lump of coal into this burning heap of coal? In no time, this will ignite. Right? But just take any of those. You can even take the, the hottest one and put it not, not a meter away, just, just right there on the edge. You'd be surprised. Over a few hours, might take a long time, but it will start to lose its heat. And you're, you're smart. You, you know how this applies to how we are to make a decision. No one's going to force you into it, but we appeal to you in, in, in Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. When you're reconciled to God, you are reconciling yourself to other people in community. When you put yourself in a position to observe Christians further, In your, ano, in your humility, you need to acknowledge that there are people, there are Christians who are further along to this Christian walk than you. You need to 
put yourself in a position to say, I want to learn. I want to see. I want to try out your group. Could I do that? When you do that, I think, I think that you owe yourself to try this. If you've never been a part of a group, in, here in Victory, we call it a victory group. If you've never tried it, I think you owe yourself to just give it a try, maybe three months, and see what you'll see. And let me, let me point out the things that you, will, that you will likely see. And these are things that you could probably um, realize for yourself. But let me just, for the sake of discussion, let me just point it, this out to you. You will see love, honesty, hospitality, and generosity. There are many Victory Group leaders here. We have trained them, released them, and these are the things that they're wanting to do. Just as Jesus leveraged his, all his life to save us, it's their joy to leverage their resources so that they can try to know you, win your friendship, earn your trust for the purpose of helping you. And when you see this, something's going to click in your heart. There's something right in the way that they're doing this thing. It's, it's attractive. I want to live this way. Next. In a, in a Christian group, when you expose yourself to, to how Christian families live their lives, they, you, you'll see how wins and milestones are celebrated. Hindi ka iinggitan. You're so used to people being jealous of you, speaking behind your back. Baka kasi ganito yung ginawa niya, kaya na, natanggap yung promotion. In a Christian community, your wins are like their wins as well. They celebrate you. They celebrate when promotion comes. They, they celebrate when, the, when the fruit of your womb is blessed by God. They celebrate with you. And it's night and day. I pray that you would consider putting yourself in that position. Community, you were called for it. Next, see how your strengths are acknowledged. Okay? We are so used at people being connoisseurs and experts about other people's weaknesses. Diba? Parang, ah, mahina kasi dito. Ikaw ganyan. It's really putting the spotlight on them. But Christians, hopefully you will find in a Christian community that your strengths, no matter how small, it is encouragement worthy. They will not let that pass. Laway lang naman yung puhunan eh. There's something that you can say that you can leave this person lifted up and encouraged to live another day for Christ. And it's one step at a time, one day at a time. Christian community, I pray that you would give it three months. I think you owe it to yourself. Generally, you will see their love for the Lord fueled by the gospel as they see it in the word of God. I pray that they would be praying with you. Siguro invite kanila, not just to a victory group, but to a home. So pagka nagdi-dinner kayo, they would say something, Lord, thank you for our friends. Uh, thank you. That it's our joy to house them, uh, to, to, to have them over for our dinner and uh, to show how, Jesus, you are honored in our home. God bless our time in Jesus' name. It's that simple prayer, it's, it's going to be contagious for you. It's going to be, you, you want something more of, of this. I pray that this will be your experiences in a Christian uh, family. The cliche would say, more is caught than taught. I pray that you would put yourself in a position to catch some of these. Okay, pasok po tayo dun sa ano. The things that we, ito medyo nitty-gritty po siya. Ephesians 4 verse 14. So that we may no longer be children. We may no longer be infants. When the life of God comes down to a person, this person is alive. He has been dead. Ephesians 2 verse 1 says he's dead in his sins and his transgressions, but now he's alive. But he is alive. Jesus 
saves people so that they, become, they can become spiritual babies, not full-blown adults. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in the natural. It doesn't work that way in the spiritual. People start off as babies. If you're here and you're saying you're a Christian, you started off as a baby. I started off as a spiritual baby. It's not demeaning at all. It's matter of fact. Baby Christians. Babies grow faster than, ever, than they will ever do in their lives. The telltale sign that they're alive. But, so many people, di ba? Parang, marabi, ang cute, three years old. Sana wag na siyang lumaki. Sana wag na siyang, di ba? Parang ganun, di ba? I'm surely you don't mean that. You could mean that for a puppy. Tuta, pwede. But for us, that's terrible. Di ba? 23 years old. Di ba? Siya ka nagtatarbaho. Or parang ganun pa rin. Di ba? No tayo na sinin. Di, meme na ako. Di ba? It's horrible for people to still, to still act in ways that are appropriate only for children. So here, okay, three marks of a spiritual infant. And I've been praying for this part. I've been praying for my tone. But hindi po ito yung bato-bato sa langit ang magalit. I just looked at myself and how I was some 10 years ago when I was a spiritual infant. And hopefully you'd be able to find some sense in it and probably learn from it as well. First, a spiritual infant has no discernment. Wala pong discernment. Okay, verse 14, you're carried around, carried about by every wind of doctrine. You don't know what to believe. Okay, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. By craftiness in deceitful schemes. In men, iba parang ano, bata, you, you give him, oh, sige, sige, pick one, one is cheese curls, one is poison. Hum, hum. No discernment. You need to be able to find out which is good food, which is poisonous food, especially for the Christians. There's so many free, uh, free messages on the internet. You're going to f- be able to find discernment. You have to have your doctrine hold water so that you can find what is good teaching, what is dumb teaching, what is poisonous teaching, and you avoid that. You got to learn to, 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 to know that Matthew 7 talks about wolf, uh, 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 wolves in sheep's clothing. You ask a baby, um, don't, uh, you, you need to stay away from bad people. Uh, don't worry, I know what bad people look like. How do they look like? But not all bad people look like that. That's why so many people fall into scams and they become victims of it. Same is true in, in the spiritual you need to be able to... No one's going to say, okay, disclaimer, what I'm going to be teaching you tonight is unbiblical. No one's going to say that. You've got to be able to f- learn some discernment and you cannot find that on your own. You need com- community. Next, babies have no, are, are so incredibly self-centered. The babies want what they want when they want it, which is usually now. Otherwise, Probably, this is probably why, why Paul wrote verse 2. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, you're not the only person in the world. Don't, you need to be teaching your kids, don't get that other baby's toys, don't eat other people's foods. You need to say thank you. If you don't teach your kids thank you, they'll grow up to be a, a, a 30-year-old man who thinks the world revolves around them because it doesn't come intuitively to us. We need to learn it. We need to learn it from other people who love us enough. This is the same is true for Christians as well. Spiritual babies are always thinking about themselves, are always 
afraid of what people are talking about them. They're always feeling that they're very insulted, always conscious what other people are thinking about them, talking about them, how other people are treating them. And spiritual babies, they can't stand it. They go to another church. Then it goes all over again. What's the matter? All of the churches that I go to are broken. Who's broken? The common denominator is you. You're a spiritual baby. Lastly, not steady. Spiritual infants are not steady. They're tossed to and fro by, by the waves. Uh, babies have short attention spans. You need to get their attentions by lights, shimmering objects, and music, and action. They're parang anang, uh, when, when, you, when you attract them here, they go here. and they attract them here, you go, they go here. Spiritual babies are like this as well. They have no follow-through. If you go to a message like this, or maybe some other message in the past that you got convicted, and you did not follow through, you're to and fro. You are a spiritual baby. When the Lord gives conviction in your heart, you do something about it. And a lot of those times, you're going to need people to help you with those applications. If you're not able to do your job, your duty to God, when it comes to ministry involvement, or your giving, or, or, uh, or your purity if you're single, if your prayers are answered, sige, you, you stay away from porn. But if your prayers are not answered, nagtatapo kayo, God, you're a porn-again Christian. Di ba? Parang, anong mangyayari sa iyo? If you have nothing, you don't know anything about a long obedience in the same direction, regardless of your commitment, regardless of your feelings, then you're a spiritual baby. You need people to help you with this. It's like puberty and adolescence. There's no way to get around it. You just need somebody to father you through it. No offense to the moms. Something that you need people to just weather the storm. We grow together. And guys, you, you need people. And there are people who have been trained, who have expressed their love for new people. They're here, they've been trained. They're wanting, they're excited to meet you. They've been praying for you. I pray that you would put yourself in a position that you will not be coerced, that you would willingly give this a try. And I pray that you would be pleasantly surprised because God's design is the best design. I say this with love. If you've been attending with us for a long time, but then you call yourself a Christian, but then the bad habits, the bad attitudes, the flaws are still there, you just haven't grown. You need to grow up. You can't grow up on your own. You need to have mature people who love you enough to help you out with those things. And this is what community, we offer that here in Alabang. This is God's design. I pray that you would put yourself in that position. So not only do we grow together, we mature together. How do I differentiate maturing? Maturing, growing, is doing something about the things that you're able to do something about. Maturing is learning about some things that you cannot otherwise know by yourself, having other people tell you, then doing something about it, then you mature. Okay? So, ganito. Uh, so, ganito, isa pa, maturity. The common knowledge is that it comes with the length of time you're going to church. This is not entirely wrong. Okay? There are many people who have been here and they are going to church. But it's not just them going to church. It's More accurately, it's this comes with the length of time, of time belonging to a church community. They belong 
they go to a church like this, but they also belong to a church community. They are known and they, they know one another. Discipleship can't really happen well if you are not known. Believe it or not, there's even a church now that you can attend while, while on the internet, live streaming. That's not church at all. You don't have Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, a brother will sharpen a brother. You don't have Proverbs 18, 24, there's a, brother who st- there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. You need people that you can rub against, not in the wrong way, in the right way, because they want to build you up. Maturity comes when you willingly subject yourself to this kind of... It's, it's not bad at all. It's not suicide. I say this because a lot of people are saying, Ah, pakialamanan lang ng buhay yan eh. It's not that at all. I pray that because of our discussion here today, that you would begin seeing it from a different light and you would consider perhaps with your spouse and your family, you would give it a try. Three months, I I pray that the the Lord would be able to do amazing things in three months that you would commit to a victory group. Blind spots. If you're driving here, here's an illustration. drive ka left side view mirror. A car's trying to pass you. He's gone in the side view mirror, but he hasn't appeared yet on beside you. There many many crashes happen because of this. Many blind spots. You and I have blind spots. By definition, I don't expect you to know about them because they are blind spots. Since we are. Are, are, we all have blind spots. How important is it for us to put ourselves in a position that people would love us enough to pull us aside lovingly and say, yeah, this might be an issue. I want to help you with it. And still, you'll feel valued. Uh, I, I, I have a friend, and he wants to, ano, pray mo naman ako, kasi ano, ito na, na-meet ko na yung babae, papakasalan ko, I want to meet her, this is our first date, and I see something green in his teeth. And just for the I just pray for him. Okay na ba ako? Ready na ba ako? Mukhang okay ka naman. Go Lasal. Go Lasal. Go, go green. I have a light time with it. I tell my friends about it. When he comes back, he's crying. Bakit meron pala ako sa ngipin ko? Ano yung green? Yung green? Yung pechay? Hindi naman ako nagpechay kahapon ng isang araw yun. Di ba parang... You need friends to tell you these things. It might be awkward for them to tell you about it, but people, if they really love you, kung kaibigan ka talaga, you'd risk awkwardness para hindi siya mapahiya doon sa ibang tao. Tama po? Guys, we need friends like this. Do you have friends like this? In this day and age, we have friends full in Facebook and have not one confidant. Ano nangyayari? Nagasampay tayo ng dirty laundry sa internet. You need to be in community. If you if your if your if your son is playing in a in a road, Would you be a wicked parent kung pagalitan mo siya? Diba parang, "Huwag mo gagawin 'yan. Kita mo yung flat na 'yan, yung pusa na 'yan. Gusto mo maging ganyan ka?" Would you, would you be a terrible parent? I think you'd be a fantastic parent if you did that. Tama? Your, your, your desire is for a ferocious commitment to safety as much as you can control. You can't control everything God does, but as much as you can, it's stewarding of our protection, of our loved ones. If you have, if you have a two-story house and you have a fence on top of the staircase so that your baby won't fall down and die, I think you're a fantastic parent. 
So people putting in uh, guards in their internet, guards in their baby-proofing their house. You can't go here because ganito. You're not a bad parent. In the spirit, it's it's the same. There are people who says you might not want to go there right now. If you want, I can come with you. And we we have no discernment. We we need to put ourselves in a position where people can help us. Dead community, we're so used to dead community. It sounds like this. Matatanda na sila. Huwag na natin pakialaman. Alam na nila yung ginagawa nila. You call that community, you call that what you want. That's not community. Community is, I love my relationship with you, but I value your relationship with God. Bro, what are you doing? Come on, let's get out of here. You need people to fetch you in the darkest, darkest times of your life, but you need to put yourself in that position. Two applications before we end. First, since many people are are spiritual babies, and God had been growing this church tremendously, especially if you're a Christian who's been attending here for a long time, we should not be surprised at seeing spiritual children. The most unloving thing for you to expect of the people around you is to expect the same thing. This person was saved yesterday. Uh, uh, the difference between a 30-year-old man and a one-year-old baby is tremendous. It should be the same expectation for Christians. Let's give them some slack. If you're, you're a connoisseur at finding, ah, oh, spiritually immature, spiritually immature, diba? it really reveals the spiritual immaturity in your own heart. Tama po? We are saved not by maturity, we are saved by grace. Take this as an opportunity for you to love them, to help them, to serve them, befriend them. And second, do not put up with immaturity in your own life. I plead for you. I plead that you would be part of a spiritual community that you can work on these things. These are four things that I ask on a year-to-year basis that you could probably ask yourself. Same time last year, comparing, am I humbler this year? Am I happier this year? Am I more content? Am I wiser this year? Many of you are intelligent, but intelligence doesn't equal wisdom. There are many CEOs into adultery. There are many deans listers into drugs. An intelligent people doesn't make for a wise person. Loving the Word of God makes one wise. Am I more self-controlled? You'd improve in this if you were in community. I guarantee it. Last na lang po, worship services like this and victory groups. Worship services, hopefully you, you find something that is helpful for you, but this is no place for discussion. This, alam mo, okay yan, pastor, pero yung buhay, that's not an opportunity for, for that. But victory groups, that is. Okay? So the conviction of the Holy Spirit brings, uh, is, is, comes through the preaching of the Word, and, but it, it's really played out in the context of relationships. The, uh, relationships and community is an opportunity for you to repent, to confess, and to transform. So think of it as two pegs in a bike. If, you're, if you have two pegs and you don't push, what do you do? Ano mangyayari? You don't move forward. Not only don't you move forward, you fall. Okay? But if you push worship services, victory groups, worships, you, you start going somewhere, you mature, and see where God takes you. Pedal. If you don't pedal, you fall. It's like an egg. If you don't hatch, you go bad. 
I pray that you would decide to grow as a Christian. At this point, I want to introduce you to my victory groups. I really don't have an assignment. You really don't have an assignment that I don't have. I want to introduce you to my victory groups. There's, there's a passage in Matthew, Matthew 12. So now, when you cast out a demon, he goes to an arid place, but he goes back, but not until he finds seven stronger demons than he is. Even the demon in, in all his filthiness can't get this principle right. How about you? Do you have seven stronger Christians around you? These are stronger Christians that I've put around me. This is my victory group. This is my victory group leader. He's willing to take a bullet for me. This is one of my friends. Talaga, I love this man to bits. This is my best man. He's really, these are, they are in their pambahay, but they are really wanting to go to war with me. And this, he, he sings. Pastor Jonathan sings while, while engaging in spiritual warfare. That's Pastor June Devierte, one of my mentors. You can't, probably can't recognize him with the blonde hair. And uh, this is Pastor Carlo, one of my dear friends, as is Pastor Chico. Hey? And that's uh, me. And uh, that's Pastor King and Pastor Saul. These are the expendables. Okay? <clears throat> if I j- can just quote Manny Pacquiao, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And <laughs> we expand. And God had been gracious in growing this. Pastor Edre, a dear friend of mine, has been part of this group. Pastor Rain and Pastor Francis. Can you tell me about your group? I pray that soon you'd be able to. Get to pull. Last picture before we, before we pray. There's a verse in 1 Peter 5 that says, Be wary of the devil. He's like a prowling lion looking for someone to devour. If you're in a group, you'd be safe. But if you stray, there's a Greek word for it, eh? pulutan or something. You're going to be, they're going to pounce on you. Again, in a group. The devil can't do anything. As a matter of fact, Ephesians 6 is saying you're able to go on the offensive. Wrong career move. Mali ang pinatulan mong grupo. You can be part of a group like this. Isn't this exciting for you? Alright, this, this is a picture for you to consider. Isolation is a result of sin. Sin brings shame. Sin brings uh, uh, guilt. guilt. That's why you isolate yourself. But once Jesus had experienced the ultimate isolation, he brought your forgiveness. And the response to that is fellowship. So if you're an unbeliever, I expect you to be isolated. But if you say you're Christian, forgiven by the blood of the Lamb, fellowship is the practical step for us. I pray that you would consider this. As I tell you, our main point, a disciple is one who unites with fellow believers in love toward growth and maturity. We have a role, you have a role. Our role is to identify leaders, train them, hold them accountable, release them. They're there, they're waiting for you, they're praying for you. Your job is to consider it with your family, pray through it, prioritize it. And I pray that I would see you in victory groups and perhaps in Discipleship 2015 when you become a leader. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.